we've been seen through a lot of lies and deceptions and illusions yes. for the purpose, for the crumbling to start to happen, mm-hmm. right? The way that we have been living no longer works, right? We are moving into higher states of consciousness. We are moving into the birth of, of the new earth, right? Mm-hmm. And, and within that requires new solid foundations, So the five energy comes through after we lay some foundations to say, "Hmm, I know things have always been done this way, but maybe there's another way, right? Where can we continue to build on that foundation, but from more of an exploring, creative, pleasurable, adventurous, fun, playful way? Welcome to the Goddess Talk Podcast, a platform inspiring visionary, spiritual women to remember their power, rise into their soul purpose, and activate their most fulfilling, abundant lives. Join me and my guests for conversations around spirituality, self-development, wellness, women's empowerment, and intentional, intuitive business. Thank you so much for being with me, and let's begin. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Goddess Talk podcast. I hope that you all had a beautiful holiday season and that you're enjoying this time that we have before the new year begins. I have definitely been soaking up all of the family time, the downtime, the amazing holiday food, all the good stuff. And I've also really been making spaciousness a priority. So I've been stepping back a little bit from the internet, from work, even from socializing a little bit so that I can be deep in reflection on the past year. So I can be setting really pure intentions for the coming year. And I've also been in a really big cleansing and purging mode. So I've been getting rid of anything and everything that is no longer serving me. I've been throwing away, donating, selling, anything that is no longer aligned. I have been really organizing my finances and my tech. And I've also been wrapping up some client containers and programs as this year comes to a close. And I just feel so much lightness. I feel so grounded and I feel really ready to welcome in a very expansive 2021 with a fresh slate. So I hope that you all are feeling that too. And if this is resonating, let this be an invitation to join me in this process before we move out of the holidays and into this next year. So with all that being said, obviously we are finishing up probably one of the most unique years of our lifetime, at least this far. And we are moving into the age of Aquarius. We are in the very early, exciting stages of the new earth. And so I knew there was no better time than now to bring on Stephanie Morrison for a conversation on numerology. So that's what today's episode is. We talk about what numerology has to say about everything that went down this past year 
And then we're also going to be forecasting. So Stephanie's going to be sharing some insights around the collective themes and also personal year themes. She'll show you how to calculate your personal year uh, that are likely to play out in 2021 so that you can really feel prepared for all of the opportunities, all of the challenges, all of the lessons that very well may be coming your way this year. So that is our episode for the week. And to close off this year, so much love was poured into this episode. I am so, so, so excited to be sharing it with you. I hope that you enjoy listening and thank you so deeply for being with me throughout this entire year. We are at episode 40 of the Goddess Talk podcast. Big, big love and enjoy listening. All right. Welcome everybody back to the show. I'm here today with Stephanie Morrison. We're going to be talking all things numerology for 2021. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. It's so good to be with you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really looking forward to this episode. Okay. So before we get into everything, will you just tell everyone a little bit about you, what you do, and maybe how you got into numerology? Yeah, of course. So my training is actually in holistic nutrition. And then um, I also am trained as a yoga teacher, a meditation teacher. I host retreats. Um, and I'm also trained as a psychosomatic um, energy therapist, uh, which you're probably thinking, what the heck is that? So I work on the chakra system, helping people work through their emotional blocks. And it was basically from there, once I did, you know, my more traditional training, I started to explore more with intuitive coaching and spirituality. And that's probably the, I have a lot of Sagittarius in my chart. So it's probably the Sagittarius that, you know, just wanting to really explore more of the depths of my soul and also just understand more of the mysteries of life and how... I can utilize other tools in my toolkit for my own growth, but then also to provide them for clients because, you know, at retreats, people would ask me a lot of questions. And so I just started diving more into astrology. I started to dive into numerology more. Then I also started to host monthly moon gatherings as well. Um, And these were transformational in itself. And I, I just found people really want They just want tools. They want tools in their toolkit to apply to their life. And I'm just the type of person that once I find something that I'm super interested in, I'll read a million books or take courses. And I just, I love learning. And um, yeah, so the numerology and the astrology, I would say has been a little bit more self-taught in in that sense. But um, I I love diving in and I love sharing these tools with people so they can apply it to their own lives. Amazing. I definitely know a thing or two about Sag energy. My boyfriend's Sag. So like, yeah. definitely know what that's all about. Um, and I'm also gonna have to come to one of your moon events. Yeah. I want to come. People that yeah. are listening too, let me know. Maybe we can all go together. Yeah. So I do them for the new moon and the full moon. And um, yeah, the first hour is more journal prompts and astrology teachings. I also receive dream oracle messages. Um, So I'll talk about some of the collective themes that are moving through my dreams. And then the second hour when I dive into restorative yoga, uh, guided meditation, and I'm also trained in sound sound healing. So um, yeah, I bring in the sound therapy as well. So it's a nice uh, little mini 
oasis kind of retreat that you get to uh, do. And I do them virtually and then also local here in Toronto. Mm. Yeah. So good. Okay. So maybe to start, will you just tell people that are new to numerology what it is and like what it's based on and what it can offer us? Yeah, absolutely. So numerology is a very obviously complex topic, but today we're going to be chatting more about the collective theming of numerology. And we're also going to be talking about the personal years and how we can use this energy and apply it to our own life for manifestation, for setting goals, for planting seeds. Um, And the other thing I do want to add to this is astrology and numerology can work so beautifully together. So if you don't resonate with numerology, maybe start diving into more astrology. If you don't resonate as much with astrology, maybe dive more into numerology, right? There's no right or wrong here. And you kind of just have to see what lands with you and what feels really, really true for you. I love using both together um, because I just think the more tools in your toolkit, you know, the better gives you more perspective. Um, But we're going to be basically diving into the energies of numbers with numerology. So that's sort of the uh, simplification of it. And uh, some of it is based on your name at birth. And some of it is based on your birth date. Um, Yeah. Okay. So fun. I'm really excited to talk about this. This is like kind of a new thing for me. I've learned a lot about astrology, but numerology is a little bit new. So I'm excited. I hope everybody that's listening is excited too. Yes. So tell us what the (laughs) hell happened in 2020. What was going on with numerology in 2020? Yeah. And we were, we were talking about this right before hopping on and having this call. And I thought back, oh my gosh, a year ago, I did a recording on a podcast about the energy of 2020. And I really need to go back and listen to it because I'm so curious if what I said was, um, super spot on. And so I was reflecting and thinking, yeah, a lot of it was how interesting. So 2020. So basically what we would do for the collective energy for 2020, we would just add up two plus two, right? Two plus two, which equals four. And so we have the energies of four collectively because we're in the year 2020. And so the number four, the way that I look at it, if you actually, I'm a visual learner. So if you look at the actual number, what it looks like, right? It kind of looks like a box, right? It's very square-like, it's very symmetrical, right? Think about um, um, in each year, there's four seasons. Um, Think about a house, four walls. So when we're looking at what the heck happened in 2020, it was all about the four energy, which is the year of foundations, okay? okay? There are some years that are more inward focused. There are some years that are more outward focused. Okay. So masculine and feminine, right? Everybody, everybody, we all have masculine and feminine energies, but same in the collective, we're going to flow with the yin and the yang, right? We're always using both, but there's going to be times where we're prompted to use a little bit more masculine or prompted to use a little bit more feminine. So with the four energy, this is very much about a very foundational year. So it might look as if we're not moving forward very quickly. Like it, it tends to have the um, perspective that we're moving slow. Um, 
I'm trying to think of that. What is that quote? I'm um, slow and steady wins, win, wins the race, right? Mm -hmm. It's, it's kind of got a little bit of that energy. Um, and so we've seen a lot of crumbling or the start of a lot of crumbling of structures this year, right? We've seen crumbling of, um, you know, big, well, maybe not so much big corporations, but we've been seen through a lot of lies and deceptions and illusions for the purpose for the crumbling to start to happen, right? Mm -hmm. The way that we have been living no longer works, right? We are moving into higher states of consciousness. We are moving into the birth of, of the new earth, right? Mm -hmm. and, and within that requires new solid foundations. And so even if you look at I don't know why this is coming through right now, but if you look at when you go through a breakup, right, or if you end a relationship, sometimes that can be such a blessing for you to build new, better foundations. You might not see that higher perspective when you're going through the breakup, but once you move through it and you move through the emotions, right, and you heal those wounds and then it becomes just a scar, you can then move into a new foundation perhaps just with yourself and then perhaps with somebody new that's more stable and more secure and so that's very much been the energies of 2020 it's like okay wait a second i had a lot of cracks in my foundation i had some holes that i didn't really see and this is again within our own personal lives this is why we've seen the you know a lot of people have experienced grief this year tons right grief you know, losing jobs, losing relationships, losing uh, different um, old life, lifestyle, uh, old friendships. Like the, there's been this sort of detoxing energy in that sense and the, the letting go of the things that are no longer serving us. That's the four energy, right? It's saying, you know, I love these things for the period that they were in my life. But I know for me to up level and I know for the collective to up level for us to shift and, and again, birth that new earth from a place of um, sincerity and for us to really serve humanity, for us to all serve humanity, that requires a very, very different foundation to how we've been living over the last few decades. Yep. And so... Again, it looks like we're moving slow, but we're not. There is, there's a lot of foundational things that have been moving behind the scenes, right? So when people say, oh, this year sucked, it's like, no, it didn't, right? We need those years where we're building new foundations. They are going to set the tone for the next decade ahead. And it's a, you know, think when you're building a house, right? The foundation of your house is critical, right? You know, the outside of the house can look all pretty, but if the foundation isn't there, you're going to have all these problems, you know? So it's, it's pretty wild when we look at it from that perspective. So it, it, it's definitely been in, in alignment with the, the four energy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, what's coming to mind for me is just how important it is that we have a higher perspective that we're willing to see things from more of a bird's eye view because otherwise we're going to find ourselves getting really lost in the details of yeah. just this now moment which 
can, if they are really dark, that can feel like the end all be all. If they're really difficult or uncomfortable, it can feel like we're going to be there forever. But when we can lean back and expand the lens, we can see that we can see how this may actually be serving something greater in the future. Oh my gosh. I'm so happy that you mentioned that. And that that's a big part of the four energy as well, because for energy, again, it, it, it's not at the ultimate vision yet, but it can see the bigger vision. It can see the higher perspective. It's like, okay, I'm not yet there, but I understand that I have to be able to be connected to that higher, higher purpose, higher perspective, higher lens, higher way of being in order to build this new foundation. Like you really have to be solid in that. Otherwise, as you said, you'll get swayed and swept up into the fear or the tiny little details that really stress us out. Right. And that's, yeah, for energy is a master at that. There's a, there's a level of optimism that you need with that when you're, when you're building a new house, right. Mm -hmm. You're building a new career or you're going back to school and you're making a career change or you're building a new relationship. There's a level of optimism and um, hope that you, you have to embody. Yeah. And I think that's important too, because foundational stuff is never sexy. It's never the stuff that we want to do, but if we're connected to the direction we're going in, it, it, it gives us a reason to be in that. I love that you said that. Yes, 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 yes. I love that. Big time. Okay. So what about 2021? Do you want to share some collective themes for all some general advice? Yeah. So I love this number. I'm biased. However, I am a, uh, we'll talk about pers- my personal year is a five. My, uh, my poor family had to, had to deal with my five energy <laughs> through my teenage years that, um, highly was amplified, amplified and emphasized. <laughs> um, but personal year five. So again, we're going to like, let's visually look at the number. Cause I, I find when we can look at the number, it, it has an energy, right. As, as to the shape of it. So think about it, right? It kind of looks like an S it's a little swervy, right? So if you think it's swir, if it looks swervy, right, it's not like a box, like a four, um, you know, swervy and, and flowy. And, um, you can look at that energy and connect it with, um, the theme of change, right? So the five energy is about fun. It's about being, adventurous. It's about exploring. It's about being able to flow with change. The, the energy center that I'm connecting it to right now is the sacral chakra energy, right? So just below your belly button, this is, this is your energy center, which governs your presence. And the reason five requires a lot of presence is because you have to be able to be present as you flow with change. Otherwise you'll get super anxious and overwhelmed and, and worry. Right. And sacral chakra also governs the energy of creativity and pleasure. And that also connects to the energy of five, right? It's all about pleasure, guilt-free pleasure, you know, exploring the things that make us come alive and that feel good in our bodies, that feel good in the way that we we live our lifestyle, right? It's a very exploring type energy. Mm-hmm. And um, again, with the creativity, right? It's all about creating and 
three is about creating as well, actually, but five does have a little bit of a creating energy because it's about, it's about exploring and being like, hmm, what do I want to create? What do I want to create for my life? Right? What do I want to create? And how can I think outside of the box? Kind of that Aquarius energy, right? Mm -hmm. So for those of, that are in the, uh, into astrology, Aquarius, that's my rising sign. So it's, it's uh, innovative. It's, mm -hmm. it's, it's okay to, with the Aquarius energy is, is okay to challenge the status quo. It's okay oh to- gosh. How fitting is this? Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, but just like moving, okay. moving into the age of Aquarius, moving into new earth, like, of, of course, that's what's happening. Isn't I love this. So good? Yeah. yeah, it's so good. And I, I'm, you know, I communicate my, again, with my rising sign being Aquarius, it's how I communicate and express out to the world. It's in a very Aquarius way. So it's very out of the box. And it, it, the reason that energy is there is to challenge some of the foundations and to challenge what's always been done. It's saying, hmm, I know things have always been done this way, but maybe we can do things differently. Maybe there's another way, right? So the five energy comes through after we lay some foundations to say, okay, we've laid some foundations, right? But where can we explore a little more? Maybe we chop away some of the foundations we built that isn't actually in alignment and where can we continue to build on that foundation but from more of an exploring creative pleasurable adventurous fun playful way right it's got a bit of a it's it's a youthful energy right aquarius is youthful too because it's very it's very innovative and um fun in that way so yeah that those are some of the themes change creativity being able to flow um travel which is kind of ironic <laughs> with everything and, and we'll see kind of what unfolds for 2021 but with um you know and, and again there's i can't stress enough like for us to really not overanalyze or stress about what is to come because we don't know there's different timelines that can play out, right? And we don't know fully what timeline is going to play out. So I know a lot of people are stressing about the travel piece. And I think, you know, I love traveling. Again, I'm a life path five. I love travel. I've lived in other countries. Um, but we have to kind of stay a little grounded and, and let that unfold in the way that it's meant to. And maybe with this five energy, we're being invited to travel more local or travel in different ways. So that's kind of interesting as well. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Super interesting. Uh, just, I mean, so resonates with everything that I've been feeling into just with new earth and new paradigm and age of Aquarius. It's like, okay, we've planted some seeds. We've broken down a lot of the systems that weren't working. And now this year we get to like test the waters. We get to innovate think of what would actually serve us um we get to create yes new. and yeah. we have beautiful yeah. energy from numerology supporting us 100 percent. and and as as i was just listening to you talk i was thinking you know for anyone listening to this it, you're really being invited to ask yourself ask yourself that personal question. Like, what is my role in this? Where do I want to let go of the things that are no longer in alignment? And get like, be open, be open to 
moving even beyond the plateau of what your logical brain is, is putting you in, right? Or the box that your logical brain is putting you in. It's, you know, the five energy is not afraid to take risks, is not afraid to take risks. So if anything, this is the year to take risks, to make that career change, to move somewhere else, to finally start that business that you've always dreamed about. It's like, do not hold yourself back this next year. Do not hold yourself back. Embrace the change. Don't let the fear get the most of you and embrace the fear too, right? And know, okay, this fear is just showing me that I'm ready for an up level. I'm ready to grow. I'm, I'm ready to move into that next pivotal point in my journey. It's scary as heck, yes, but let's do this, mm -hmm. right? And, um, yeah, for anyone listening, you know, now's the time, now's your time to step up to, and we'll talk about personal years, but you still have that, you know, your personal year might say something different, but you want to combine both the collective energy with your personal energy. And so we've got that collective energy saying, take that risk, you know, make that change. You're mm -hmm. ready. Tap into that sacral chakra energy, be present, be creative as you make these, these changes, think out of the box, be open to new solutions, new opportunities, but, um, don't hold back. Don't mm -hmm. hold back. You know, what's coming up for me as you're talking is like, it's, it's like this idea of sacred rebellion. Does five have like rebel energy? Oh my gosh. It's all about rebellious energy. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's, what's really coming through for me is like, how can we engage in sacred rebellion? Like going against the norm and that that can be anything like where are we spending our money let's rebel against what's normal where are we spending our time who are we giving our energy to that could be people it could be institutions it could be anything and how can we rebel against what's been accepted as the norm even though we can see it's not serving anyone's highest i am getting full body shivers um that is yeah, you've absolutely nailed it in so many ways. And I actually was just talking to a client the other day about, I was working with her on some of her belief, uh, like money mindset. And I recommended she, she read the law of divine compensation by Marian Williamson. But we were, we were talking about that. We were, I was talking about the energy of money and even choosing how, what companies do you want to support with your hard earned money? You know, and as you, you said, you know, the sacred rebellion, it's like, yeah, rebelling against, you know, maybe the companies that you ethically don't align with and choosing to support companies that are investing into the environment of the earth or sustainability or that are very much in alignment with your values. Um, five is all about rebellion, which is, which is what I kind of started the conversation with, which I apologize to my parents because of my teenage years, because <laughs> I was so rebellious through my teenage years. And, and also till about, I would say 20, yeah, 23, it was, it was probably a solid 10 years of very strong rebellious energy. And, um, yeah, it was, I was wild, but that was my wild, that five energy, I didn't know how to, like, I know how to obviously manage it now in different ways through my creative projects and through, you know, healthy ways, but I didn't know how to manage it in healthy ways. So I did turn a lot to alcohol and sneaking out of my house and stealing my parents' car and, you know, all of these very rebellious things. I did not like authority 
I did not like teachers telling me what to do. Right. I, I, and I'm still, I'm kind of like that. I, I, mm-hmm. I run my own life. I don't love being told what to do. Um, that's very much the five energy. So yeah, we're going to definitely feel into that, the sacred rebellion. I love that you turned, you explained it that way. It's perfect. Yeah. And I think it's necessary too, for what we're creating. We have to, we have to be the ones yes. that take a stand for what we truly desire as humanity. Yes. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. yes. I love that. Okay. So let's move into personal years. So, uh, before we go into an overview of each, do you want to tell people how they can calculate their personal years so they can follow along? Yeah, absolutely. So what you want to do is you obviously want to take the collective year that we're in. So we're moving out of 2020, which is a collective year four, and then we're moving into a collective year five. And the way that we get that five number is two plus two plus one, 2021. Okay. So we do need to know the collective year, and then we're going to add that to our birth date. So you're actually going to leave the, your, the year that you were born out of the equation, and you're just going to take the month and then the birth date that you were born. Um, so it's pretty simple. You're going to take your month and you're going to reduce it down to a single digit. So say you were born in February, that would be a two, but say you were born in November, that would also be a two because it's 11, one plus one. Okay. And then you're going to take that month and you're going to add it to your birth date. So the day in which you were born. So say you were born on the second, I was born on the second, then it would just be two. Um, so you were born on the 22nd, that would be two plus two, which would be a four. You're going to add those two digits, right? So your birth month, your birth date, and then you're going to add it to the collective year and then reduce everything down again to a single digit. Okay. So say we end up with People ask me this all the time. They're like, how do I reduce to a single digit? So we add them all up. Say we get a total number of 33. To reduce down to a single digit, you're going to do three plus three. Okay. Say we get um, a number, which is 25. To reduce down to a single digit, you're going to do two plus five, which is seven. And then that's how you get your personal year. And you're going to arrive at a number anywhere between one to nine. Okay. I have a quick question about that too. So for the personal year, are they more, does it refer more to what's going to come naturally to us that year? Like what's going to be amplified or is it more about lessons we're going to be learning that year? Or is it a little bit of both? It's a little bit of both. Yeah. Great question. So here's the thing. It's very interesting. And this is where your own intuition comes in and also how much growth you, emotional awareness you, you've cultivated and how much soul growth you've done. I truly believe when we have done it, we've peeled back a lot of these layers and we are more in sync with our, our authentic nature. And we're also in sync with the flow of the universe, um, you know, moon cycles and stuff like that. I do feel like these lessons naturally do arrive in our life. And not only that, you're going to have an intuitive and an awareness, right? That's going to move through you. That's going to say, Hmm, I'm really being nudged to operate in this way. Right. Or I'm really feeling, we don't even need to use the word energies, but I'm really feeling, um, to act in this way or to take this, this type type of action or to create these new habits or to shift my lifestyle in this way. And it's often reflective to the year that you're in. For me anyways, I, I can 
it's wild. When I started to dive into numerology, you know what I did? I actually went back and I looked at my last 10 years before I even dove into numerology. And it was, and I actually recommend everyone listening to this, do that because it's actually going to show you maybe where you were in alignment and maybe where you weren't and you were showing a lot of resistance. Yeah. For me, I, 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 I'm not going to say I was a hundred percent in alignment, but what was wild when I looked back in 10 years, it, it was pretty consistent with the theming, like, um, moving to a new country was, you know, in a year five, which is all about like change and oh taking gosh, risks. That was what I did this year too. I was in year five. Yeah. <laughs> and then, you know, I bought my first condo in a year where, yeah, you're meant to like build more foundations and went back to like, it, it's just so interesting when you start to look back and you realize, oh my gosh, I was actually in sync with all of this. So, you know, and, and that was with me not even having the knowledge. So if you can have this knowledge and then sort of strategically feel into the intuitive stuff that's coming through for you, but then you can use more of your intellect to then strategically map things out. Oh my gosh, you're like, you're set up, you're golden, right? You're using both that masculine and the feminine energy in order to, um, to, to map out what's to come. But back to your question, for sure, there's going to be lessons that, that come through for you within that area, but it's also, um, that energy is going to be amplified that year for you. So you're really going to feel it internally, right? So this, this year I'm coming out of a two year, which is all about expanding your psychic abilities and really mastering your emotions. And this, that's exactly what came through for me this year. My dream Oracle abilities really amplified in, in huge ways. Um, so that happened. And then I went through some pretty big grief this year as well. So I really, I really had to learn my emotions at a much deeper level. Uh, yeah, it was a very inward year in, in that respect. So yeah, it, it gives you, it gives you a lot of guidance when, when you can kind of know, know the number ahead of time. Mm -hmm. You're not so thrown off being like, whoa, this year is so different to the previous year. What is happening? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's so interesting. I just came out of a year five, I believe, and I'm going into a six. Uh, and just like you said, like that, this was the year for the first time ever that I moved abroad, was living in another country, like on a whim okay. and then unexpected opportunities. Obviously there were so many things that got shut down with COVID and so many redirections and that opened up so many more opportunities for me. Like, because I was, I, because I was forced to stop teaching yoga that actually opened up so many opportunities in my business for me to deepen into this work. So it's just really interesting looking back as well. Did, um, I'm curious to hear just because I'm biased in the five energy. How did you enjoy being in the five energy this year? How did it feel for you? I loved it because I'm, I'm a Taurus, so I'm usually not so spontaneous. Like I'm usually very rooted and grounded, familiarity, but this really pulled me out of my comfort zone in a really beautiful way. Nice. And I love it. I wish I could go through another year five, honestly. Yes. <laughs> well, well, we're, we are collectively, so you're yeah. going to actually still Not to worry. There's plenty yeah. of <laughs> no, unexpected coming. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's awesome. I love that. Cool. 
So do you want to give an overview of each number now so we yes. can all learn? Okay, cool. Let's dive in. So once you've calculated your life path, you're going to arrive at a number one to nine. And so I'll just go through some, some highlights for, for each personal year. Um, this is also for those of you in partnership, it is very helpful to know what your partner is in because this is going to help you better navigate because there are some years that are a little more independent. Um, and I see this a lot with clients. They're like, oh my gosh, like all of a sudden, you know, my, my partner wants to be super in, independent or all of a sudden my partner wants to take all these big risks. Right. And so, um, you know, to navigate partnership, it's important to know where that other person's at. And so instead of you being like, oh my gosh, why have they changed? Or why are, why are they acting different this year? Instead of being fearful about it, you can really start to embrace, you know, the cycle that they're in as well. We're always changing and growing. There's always this death and rebirth process, right? Just like the cocoon into the, the butterfly, the metamorphosis um, uh, transformation it's the same when you're in relationship, right? That's why it's always changing and growing. So to know where your partner is at is highly suggested. It's, it's very helpful. Okay. Um, so let's start at year one. Okay. Year one, my goodness. Okay. Year one is obviously the very start of a cycle. So it's really important during that year to get really clear as to, you don't know, need to know exactly where you're going, but you wanna be intentional with how you wanna feel over this next decade. So instead of, um, again, you don't have to get specific as to this goal needs to happen, but you do wanna get specific as to what are the energies and the feelings and the old ways of being or the old mindset, the old habits that I don't want to bring with me into this next decade? And what do I a hundred percent want to bring with me into this next decade? And so it's really helpful during that year to maybe just pick, you know, a few words, um, that you really want to learn to fully embody. So it could be grace. It could be confidence. It could be leadership. It could be patience and just really setting the, the tone in that way. Year one also has a really strong influence of independence. So I see this a lot actually when I'm chatting to clients. Um, there, it, there, it doesn't have to be this way, but there does tend to be, if you're in partnership with somebody, there can be a bit of a disconnect in this year if your partner's in a one or if you're in a one because you want to, it's a year to build your confidence and through that, you're going to need a little bit more alone time and to develop more of your independence, but that doesn't, it's nothing to do with your partner. Like it has nothing to do with your partner. It's just you again, coming more, you're coming into a new version of yourself and you don't actually fully know who that person is yet. So it does require alone time. So this is a great year for you to develop new hobbies it's a great year for you to develop new skills, to actually find out what the heck you like, what you enjoy doing, what you're passionate about. It is a year to explore doing things on your own that maybe you wouldn't do. I remember when I was going through this year, I really, I really prompted myself to try new hobbies and to not do them with my partner. I was like, I, my comfort zone says to do this with my partner, but I'm actually going to challenge myself to do this by myself. Mm -hmm. And it made 
I remember when I was going through this, it, I was, it was so uncomfortable for me. You know, I just wanted to do these things with other people, but I was like, nope, you're going to do this by yourself. You know, um, you're going to go on that road trip by yourself, or you're going to go stand up paddleboarding by yourself, or you're going to go whatever it was. Right. And so year one is about building that self-confidence in that way and really getting into the driver's seat of your own life, right. Being the pilot of your own life. So it's got that energy where you're like, okay, I'm the driver, I'm the pilot, and I'm going to take responsibility for my life and where my life is heading. Um, so what else? It's also got a big, uh, focus on self-improvement, um, learning who your true authentic self is because you've just come out of a year nine, nine, which is a the death year. So you, that the, a lot of those old parts of yourself have died and you're like, okay, I'm coming into who I actually am. Right. So it's, it's really beautiful. Um, and it's a year to really take on leadership roles. So if you're presented with opportunities, so this is where the lessons come in. If an opportunity lands in your lap to take on a leadership role, oh my gosh, what a beautiful soul lesson for you to go through. Yes, say yes, say yes, say yes, and start to develop some of your leadership uh, mm -hmm. skills. Yeah, that's one. Keep going. Okay, yeah. year two. So year <laughs> two, I'm coming out of, it is... Um, Okay, so year one is a more extroverted year, so it's got a little bit more of that masculine energy. And year two has got a little bit more of that feminine energy. It's more inward focused, a little more yin. So this is a year for you to really master your emotions. It does tend to be a, a year where you're, you might be a little more sensitive. And um, for, for me, it's, it's so fun. I'm, I'm ready to kind of let this energy go into next year because I found myself like taking things really personally this year. Mm -hmm. Like that was really heightened for me. It just felt like, not that I was being attacked by anyone, but I felt like I was being attacked because I was, again, that was coming up. And I think it was coming up for me to master my emotions and to also transmute that energy because that's part of my shadow side, right? So master my emotions and also not take things personally, not be super duper sensitive about everything. Um, so that that's highlighted and it's important, you know, that because you might be wondering, okay, why am I being so, so extra sensitive? And that's really just an invitation for you to develop emotional maturity. Um, this is also a year to practice mindfulness, meditation, learn emotional freedom technique, tapping, learn somatic healing, embodiment work. Like I launched my embodiment course online. It's, it's a year to really, I just thought of that now. I was like, wow, that's, yeah, that's super <laughs> instinct. So yeah, <laughs> this is a year for you to understand emotions. Yes. Intellectually, but also understand them in your body, mm -hmm. right. And how they feel in your body. So a yoga, yoga practice, developing a yoga practice. This is the ideal time to, to start a practice is in your year two. Um, you know, drop into pigeon pose and start bawling your eyes out as you process emotions from your hips. Yeah, every right? time in pigeon pose. <laughs> every every time. time. It's so good. It's so, so yummy. Um, this is also a year to um, develop some of your um, clear senses of your psychic abilities. Um, so clairsentience or claircognizance or clairvoyance. So if you're wanting to explore more about your intuition and how to develop those clair senses, this would be a great time to maybe sign up for a course or 
uh, start to play with you know your some of your intuitive gifts um, it's a year that they can really be enhanced in, in really big ways um, what else patience is a big theme for two because you're obviously you have to be patient in order to develop more of these mindful practices and to understand your emotions at a deeper level and this is also a really great year to focus on your health so also you know healthy eating nutrition building some strong foundations um, within your health that are going to just uh they're gonna come in they're gonna what's the word i was gonna say leak but they basically are gonna filter into all the other areas of, of your life, your business, your relationships, right? So again, we're building on the year one. It's like we build that foundation two is understanding your emotions, your health, your well-being, building that as a foundation, because you're gonna come into some more power years after that. Um, two is a great year to also improve some of your relationships. It's more of an inward year to focus on you, how you're showing up with yourself, and also how you're showing up in relationships. So for me, I would say the depth of my relationships in general has, oh my gosh, has expanded in huge ways for me this year. Like all the relationships I have in my life are wicked, amazing, fulfilling, soul connected relationships. And I couldn't have said that. I couldn't have said that last year. And that's the two energy as well. So you're coming out of an independent year and now into this year where it's like, I'm going to understand myself, how I'm showing up in relationships and make any changes that I need to, to really um, come into my maturity in that way. And then, and then I'm going to dive deep into creating a beautiful support system around me. So it's a great year um, to create deeper and meaningful connections in, in your relationships. Yeah. So coming into three, year three is a very creative year. This is what I'm going into. Yay. So three, and I'm already feeling it. So it's pretty cool. Like, um, when I went on my trip in BC in September, I was actually already starting to feel into the energies of three and I was getting messages coming through around writing and poems, which is interesting because I've never written a poem before, but everywhere I would go, I was getting these messages about books and writing and poems and creation. And then I started following some amazing accounts on Instagram and these, these women that are just sharing their poems and, and just, Oh, I could feel them in my body. So that's, I'm already feeling into that energy. So it's beautiful for anyone who's in three. This is a year to to write blogs, to write poems, books, to start journaling, to also, funny enough, <laughs> again, this is the three energy. In the last two weeks, I think I had five pe people reach out to me to be on their podcast. And it's funny because not like all year, nobody reached out to me. And then I'm like, of course, I'm going into my year three. So you're probably going to hear me on a lot of podcasts <laughs> next year because I'm going into my communication year, right? So this is a year to master communication of your thoughts and your feelings, to express yourself honestly. And um, it's also a year to be very optimistic. So it's a year to be really positive, to be social, to connect with others. It's a year to attend events, um, and use your, your creativity in, in that way. Yeah. 
Let's gosh, see how here. funny about the podcast thing. Wild. I was like, of course. Like, of course. It's, it's just when you start to dive into this stuff, it's so synchronistic. It's it's really beautiful. But you yeah. have to you have to it's believe funny. It. You're like, of course. Yeah. Of course. Oh, All year, nobody reaches out to me. End of the year, can you be on my 2021? I want you to be on my podcast. 2021, I want. I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> it's going to be the communication. So I'm ready for it. Um, so, yeah, speaking. If you're in a job where um, you're being invited to speak, say yes. Yeah, start really exercising your communication skills. Grow your confidence when speaking. Learn to speak more clearly with more conviction and intention, right? This is a year that you can really master, master that. Mm. Can I just say something that came up for me when you were just saying, just talking? So it sounds like sometimes the year, like things might naturally come in and things might just happen and we don't necessarily have control, but other times things will come in and it's up to us to say yes to it. And that's why it's so helpful to know what year you're in so you can know, okay, I'm mastering uh, speaking, I'm mastering communication, I'm mastering creativity, I'm mastering my emotions. I'm going to definitely say yes to this or I'm going to definitely say no to that. So I just wanted to say that for everyone. Um, that is the best advice ever. Yes, a hundred percent. And I literally have just been doing that. I've been mapping out my 2021 and I, I had to have a couple hard conversations and say no to a couple things that aren't in alignment because I need to create more space for communication, speaking, my creative work, writing, things like that. So yeah, it's going to help you understand what to say yes to and what to say no to. So thank you. That's you nailed it <laughs> again. <laughs> um, okay. So year four, we're going into, I did talk a little bit about this, obviously, because we came out of the 2020, 20, we're coming out of 2020. So just as a little bit of review, this is a year to get organized. It's a year to put systems in place. It's a year to start building new foundations. It is a year to work hard. Um, but again, just from a place of, of building foundations. Um, it is also a year to um, to start planning for the future. But as we talked about, you're planning for the future from a higher perspective and being really connected to that, that vision. Um, okay, personal year five, we talked about as well. So experiencing new things, um, creating more personal freedom, being fun and adventurous. Um, this is a year to take risk. Um, yeah. And to make change, to make those changes and those shifts that, that you've been wanting to make for a few years. Hey, you're six. This is the year you're going into. Oh, I'm excited for you. I love the year six. I feel like I have a special <laughs> relationship with this number <laughs> because if you look at the number, it looks like it's for me, it really feels like the divine feminine number. It looks like a pregnant belly. And so it's got this beautiful feminine energy to it. So I'm excited for you to see, you'll have to keep me posted and updated as to the opportunities that are popping into your life for this, some of the lessons and, and how you, you feel into it. But six is a year to be of service, right? Think about divine feminine. Feminine is of service. It's there as a really beautiful nurturing energy. It's there to really 
master, I know we use this word a lot, but like really master unconditional love, like actually understand what it feels like to embody love and not embody separation and to really come into sacred union with, within yourself. Um, it's a beautiful year for, for you to explore that. And then to see others, what I'm getting right now is like, see others from a lens of purity and see others from a lens of innocence and be in that, like really, again, not necessarily what you're saying this year. This is going to be a year where you're just like, you show up and people are like, whoa, like you feel different. Like they can feel the love radiating off of you. They can feel the purity. They can see the way in which you look at them from not a place of judgment, but the way you look at them is from a place of love. The way you look at them is from that, that place of you see their higher self, right? Mm. Your higher self, yes. you see their higher self. I feel this. Ugh. I'm excited for you. <laughs> um, so this is a year, it's a very um, domestication energy, right? So it is a great year to start a family. Meet, obviously, we don't always plan these things, but I'm just giving examples to start a home-based business, to work on your garden, to start um, to get married, to make a commitment, a, a bigger commitment in your relationship, to redecorate your home, to practice some feng shui in your home. Like it's a very, again, feminine, very nurturing, right? Uh, nurturing your home, nurturing your partnerships, nurturing your, your family, and then really being there um, of service for, for your community and for the collective. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh, this is so interesting that you say this because I've been transitioning in my work from, I've always taught leadership, conscious business, spiritual business, and now I'm moving more into teaching like energetics, teaching emotional healing. And I really see myself almost as stepping into like the mother archetype in my leadership. Like I've literally used the word mother. And it's so funny that you've- Mother. Pregnant belly. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be teaching more about pleasure, like all the divine feminine stuff that's been happening in the last quarter of this year. Is this, it is, this is perfect for you. You're going to really embody, people are going to look at you and be like, she's literally in her, like it's the transition from maiden to mother. Right. And mm -hmm. so it's so interesting that you say that because I've been reading so much about the mother archetype and so many, so many women don't make that transition from maiden into mother before they have children. And so I really feel like there's a strong invitation for many of us doing this work to learn to make that transition from maiden into mother. And then if we choose to have and birth children, when we birth the children, we're already in the mother archetype. Right. And anyway, that's beautiful for you. And I'm just so excited for all the women that you're going to be able to help and support with this. It's, it's very powerful energy. Yeah. I'm excited too. I'll keep you posted on what happens. What transfolds. This is awesome. Okay. So year seven, so year seven, um, if you ever see seven, seven, seven on a license plate or, or anywhere, anytime I see that, I always know that, what is being communicated to me is to see, to, to not see things as so black and white. So to actually see the hidden meaning of things. So seven is 
I mean, they're all spiritual numbers in their own way, but seven is the year to really dive into your spirituality. It's a year to, and when I say spirituality, this is different for everyone, right? This is, you know, spirituality is really just about you getting to know <laughs> who you are and that you are of source energy and you're extremely powerful and you're a, this beautiful sovereign being. But what you do with that is, is, you know, ultimately up to you. But the seven energy is a great year for you to dive into different cultures, right? It's a great year for you to learn, even learn about different religions and see what lands as true in your body and what doesn't. Um, it's a year for you to actually, one of my clients recently, I was talking to her about this number because she's just coming out of her seven year. It can be a bit of a confusing year because you do require a lot of alone time, a lot of alone time. Um, so people who are life path sevens, they require a lot of alone time because they're, they're always reflecting, right? They're always reflecting. They're always wanting to understand the deeper meaning of, of a situation or an experience. They're wanting to um, not necessarily understand why something happened because we don't always know the whys. And we sh I don't believe we should always know the whys, but it's more about um, them learning the lessons within each, each experience. Um, it's a time also to really explore alternative therapies. This is a year, if you're drawn to Reiki, if you're drawn to osteo, if you're drawn to the modality that I use, Rubamed, if you're drawn to even meditation, if you're drawn to, oh my gosh, there's, there's so many modalities out there, right? But any holistic alternative therapies to help with your healing this is the year to start diving in and seeing what works for you. Because again, not one modality works for everybody, right? So this is a year to tap into your intuition. And if you're being drawn to a modality, trust it. Trust that you're being drawn to somatic healing for a reason. Trust that you're being drawn to Reiki for a reason. Really, really trust in that. And don't trust in it just because somebody told you, but trust that if you find yourself researching something or Googling something, right over and over or you can't get it out of your mind trust that that's you know that's that's coming through for you for a reason and uh yeah don't just do it because you know your, your friend did it or this person said it worked it's like no no like you know make those decisions for your, for yourself this is a year to get closer to god and source spirit universe to really deepen your relationship with um spirit uh and uh, yeah, a beautiful year for you to enhance synchronicities so you can build that confidence where you have this deep connection with the divine. Um, yeah, it's, it's a really beautiful year, year for that. So that will be your 2022 year. Personal year eight is the year of power. So if you look at the number eight, you know, the, it's kind of looks like the infinity symbol, right? So think about infinity. I think of, I think of limitless energy. I think of infinite potential. I think about just really cracking the plateau, moving past the plateau. I think about, um, I do think about that God source energy, but in a more of like a limitless way. So it actually a year is a year where your finances are highlighted and understanding your relationship to finances from an energetic space and knowing that you can, it, it is a year that you're, 
you do have the potential to make to make more money. Um, but also it, it's a year where you're being invited to redefine um, what abundance is to you mm. and how abundance can show up in your life in many other ways, even beyond your finances mm. and to understand what abundance feels like in your body. So this is a really great year to build your career. It's a great, uh, it's a great time to, you know, apply for that promotion that you've always wanted to apply for. It's a time if you're self-employed, it's a time for you to literally put on your CEO hat and be like, I'm building I'm building, you know, a, a, a major business here. I'm not, you know, this small player. I'm, I'm a big player in this. And I'm the, the mm. yeah, the CEO of my, my own empire that I'm, that I'm building. Um, so this is a year to really step into your personal power and to reclaim, again, the, the sovereignty, but to reclaim your limitless potential, right? We see ourselves, and I do this, I'm sure you do this too, I we often see ourselves as, as small, right? And this is a year not to do that. This is a year to see yourself as grand as you are, you know, and Ooh. to manifest your dreams and to adopt that attitude of abundance to create new beliefs um, that are going to, that are going to push you further. Yeah, that's eight. It's got a, it's got big energy. Yeah. And again, it's actually funny. If I look back at my eight, that was the year I also, hosted the most retreats and all of them sold out. So again, I look back and I think, wow, like this stuff is just so accurate. It's so cool. But I had this power energy and this confident, like abundance energy really moving through me. So personal year nine is the end of that decade. So this is, um, has, you know, a very transformative energy where, we are letting go of the old parts of ourselves and we're moving into a new chapter. We're moving into a more authentic version of ourselves, going into, you know, the year after, which will be a one. So what you want to do in personal year nine is you want to let go of any old, um, habits. You want to let go of, um, any unhealthy relationships, any, um, you know, relationships are that are maybe a little bit draining. Um, it's a great time for you to, um, to also simplify your life a little bit. So it's a great time to uh, declutter your home, you know, clean out your closet, maybe donate some things to charity. It's, um, you know, it's a great time to also uh, tie up any loose ends that you've been, you've been putting off. Um, and yeah, clear any, you know, conflicts. Um, yeah. So again, just, just, you know, if you look at your own life, you just want to see, okay, where do I need to tie up some loose ends? Where are some things that I've been wanting to let go of for a while, but I've been too afraid to, this is the year to do it. This is a year to literally release. So really master that full moon energy, right? And mm -hmm. learn to let go, learn to release, learn to surrender for sure. There's a big surrendering energy here and uh, get really excited for the new chapter that, um, that is to come. Mm -hmm. So that's, those are the nine, those are the nine years. Amazing. What a beautiful overview. Thank you so much.
You are so welcome. It was fun to, to dive in as well, just for myself to, to get excited for, for what's to come. Yeah. Perfect timing that we're recording this too. We're just coming up on the new year. So yeah. So anything else that you want to share, Stephanie? I know we talked a little bit about how to use our personal energy for manifestation, goal setting, planting seeds. Is there anything else you want to share in regards to any of that for people? Yeah. So I guess I know we talked about this a little bit, but I would say, you know, as you're sort of mapping out your 2021, I would say just some little tips for manifesting that I wish I knew many years ago is to really let go of any resistance and to, to know when to be in more of that yang energy, more of that action energy, and then to know when to surrender, when to let go, when to um, rest, right? And and find that balance of both as best as you can. Um, because I've learned in my life that when I'm actually more in flow with that, things come into my life with a lot more ease versus forcing myself or controlling myself to rest all the time or controlling myself to take action all the time, right? That's, that's when it doesn't feel good. And it feels really good to be able to kind of dance with the yin and the yang energy and dance with that masculine and and feminine. And so start to really explore that. And, um, you know, that's, that's when ample opportunity and possibilities start to really uh, move into your life when, when you can, when you can really start to, um, master this. Um, and I would say the last thing is really just stick to your own lane. There's a lot of stuff (laughs) right now, and there's a lot being thrown at us through media and, um, not even just through media, but also maybe in your, your family dynamic or through friends, everybody has their different, everybody has different values. Everybody has different beliefs. Everybody has different opinions. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm seeing this a lot with clients and I, I'm, I'm, you know, reassuring them, you know, this right now is a time to be really strong and courageous around your values and your beliefs and what you believe in. we're being challenged. We're being challenged to get stronger and stronger in that respect. Not everyone has to have the same values or beliefs or opinions, but what you need to do is stick to your own lane. So stick to, you know, get really clear on, on your goals as, as best as you can and your intentions. Try not to get swayed right? Try not to bounce around. This is one of my intentions for next year's. I I tend to bounce around. That's the the five energy in me, but I really, my intention is to, to really zone in a little bit more and not get swayed, really stand in my sovereignty, really stand in that, you know, courageous lion energy and say, you know, here I am, here I am. And this is what I believe in. And, uh, and yeah, don't let yourself, um, don't let yourself sway or move into that, that fear-based way of thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like stillness, silence, important for everyone, no matter what personal year this is for you so that you can amplify your unique experience and not get swept up into the collective, into other people's and really focus on what you need to move through, what you are being called to master. Yeah, I love that. And I think if we all just know our own role, I say this often, know your role. 
like really get to know what your role is for this upcoming year and in the collective, in your mission, in how you're here to serve, get clear on that. And then you're, you won't get swayed. Right. And, um, I think clarity, I really hope, yeah, the clarity comes to a lot of people and, um, and being strong in, in our role. I, I feel like if, you know, the vision and, and perhaps you have this as well as if we all just get to know ourselves a little better, then we're not going to try and mimic anybody. We can yeah. just be ourselves. And, and that's power. What we can accomplish if we all just learn to be who we truly are and to be in our, you know, ultimate potential, what would we be able to create for this world? My goodness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's why we're all here in this time with our own unique gifts because we're all meant to be in those. They all offer something to the to the whole. A hundred percent. I feel that. So good. Okay. So where can people go if they want to learn more about numerology? Do you have any like books or resources? I think you have an offer that's coming up too. Yeah. Yeah. So in the new year, I... Um, I don't have it yet on my website as of right now, but maybe I will by the time this, this okay. is out there. Okay. Um, but I will have a masterclass that's coming up and it's just going to be a one day um, masterclass for people to really set the tone for their 2021. So I'll go deeper into the numerology piece for people and we'll set powerful intentions and um yeah, it'll, it'll be really great. So there's that. But if you want to explore a little bit more just in terms of reading on your own, there's a great book called Love by Numbers. And I think people will really in love, really love this one because um, she gives some really fun examples of different celebrities and their compatibility and stuff like that. So okay, for anybody who's in relationship and partnership, this is a must read, Love by Numbers. And you can she charts it out your, cause it's beyond just your personal year and your life path. There's, there's actually way more to your numerology charting. So you can actually go through that book and chart out your entire chart and then also chart out your partner's chart. And, uh, it, it's really helpful. Um, so I would say that's, um, your one of, one of a, a great resource, um, to use for diving more into numerology. Okay, cool. And where can everyone go if they just want to find more about you? Yeah. So my Instagram is Stephanie Williams Morrison. So you can check me out on there. I'm pretty active on there. And uh, my website is www.stephaniewmorrison.com. And uh, I have my courses on there. I have my full moon and new moon gatherings on there, the dates for that. Um, and yeah, any of my uh, private consultation information on that as well is also on my website. Um, but yeah, so Instagram and there I am on Facebook, but I'm not as active on there. So I would say Instagram okay. and, and website is, is probably, um, the best options. Okay, cool. And of course, everyone feel free to DM either of us on Instagram. Let us know if this episode resonated and maybe let us know what your personal year number is too. That might be kind of fun to compare. Okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here, Stephanie. It's been so special to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And it was so nice to chat with you. 
thank you so much for being with me today and listening to the Goddess Talk podcast. If you like these episodes, I would deeply appreciate you subscribing and leaving a five-star review. You can come and visit me online at goddessbrandco.com or connect with me on Instagram at I am Kristen Lynch. Sending so much love and I'll see you on the next episode.